Welcome to the Don Chanel and Akiana Lip Smacking the Podcast. Gots to be more careful. So, there's a rapper. Um, his name is Real Pop Smoke. Um, that's his Instagram name. Um, I've personally never heard of him, but again, I'm not into rap like that. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyways, apparently yesterday he was on Instagram and he put a post up and you know how you can go to your location and like if you're an establishment and like you are posting a meal, you'll post where you are because people will hit your DMs and be like, girl, where were you at? What were you doing? Who were you with? Blah, 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 blah. So I guess he was like, let me let my fans know that I'm in Beverly Hills. So he posted Beverly Hills. You can see the address. If I had to make an educated guess, I would say it's maybe 1033, maybe 7033. Moral of the story is we know he's in Beverly Hills and the address you can see is 033. He's driving a Range Rover. His friend has a large stack of money, like bands of money, like bands and bands and bands of money. And... um. It's, it's, wow. Um, so according to the post, his name was Pop Smoke. Um, him and his friend posted this Instagram post. And um, about 15 hours later, um, you know, his home was invaded and he, he was killed. Uh, it's really, really sad that you see a generation. I mean, we're so, you know, tech savvy. Um, and a lot of people use technology for, you know, marketing, promotion, you know, getting your product out there, whatever it may be. But to see someone like this who was, you know, trying to do something with his life, he was an artist, he was, you know, trying to make music. But because he posted his location and all this stack of money, someone decided to, you know, invade the home he was in and then kill him. It's really, really sad. You know what I mean? Like, over it's a post and it's being looked at as if he wouldn't have shared his location maybe this would have not have happened you know what i mean we'll never know um all we can say is rest in peace and be a little bit more careful about your surroundings and your area you know never share your location if you go to a restaurant it's okay to tag the restaurant But, you know, you don't put, oh, I just bought a new house full of furniture and post all the furniture and put it all over your Facebook and stuff and have your bills sitting out or, you know, post a check like, oh, I just got this big, large check and it has your address all over the check. You're asking for unwanted trolls to come and take from you. And that's simply what it is. Um, This young man lost his life over, you know, technically an Instagram post. Moral of the story is. Be careful. So this strikes me as very interesting. (laughs) Hashtag Black History Month for that ass. So there has been a particularly interesting and this is just crazy. So there was a man arrested earlier this week for holding a woman captive and forcing her to watch the the series called Roots. Now, I had to watch Roots when I was in school. I want to say it's about 17 movies and they're very interesting and they tell us a story. 
it makes you angry and it's just in, in intriguing to watch how you know black people used to be treated so this guy is named robert lee he's 52 he allegedly forced a woman to sit with him as a residence and watch the nine hour mini series from alex haley's family line beginning with the capture and enslavement of his ancestor kunta kinte Robert said he made the woman watch the series so she could understand her racism, uh, the criminal complaint said. And when the woman tried to move, Robert told her to remain seated and watch the movie with him or he would do harm to her. Interesting. You really, really wanted this woman to know what racism was like. And I think after this nine hours web series, I think this lady got it. But uh, you can't go forcing people to watch anything. <laughs> against their will. Very interesting. And it gave me a good laugh. So some pretty interesting news. Well, maybe not interesting to you, but pretty interesting to me is um, Steven, Spielberg, Steven Spielberg's daughter um, launches a porn career. Um, she's a 23 year old girl. And what caught my eye was the fact that this daughter is, you can tell she's black. And I was like, Steven Spielberg, Steven Spielberg. Why does that name sound familiar? Steven Spielberg made movies. Well, he was most famous for his movie, Jurassic Park. Um, him and his wife have, I think it's seven children all together. Two of their children are adopted. They have a, um, African-American or black boy, and then they have, you know, African-American daughter. Now she is a 23 year old. Her name is Michaela Spielberg, and she's uh, going to be in the entertainment industry. She won't be acting in the films, uh, but just like her father, uh, because she is embarking on the porn industry. Well, she won't be acting or making films like her father because she's embarking on the porn industry. According to uh, the blogs, it was saying that the daughter of legendary director will be starring in her own solo adult movie. She reveals that she is hoping to land a job as a stripper once she obtains her sex worker's license. Apparently, her famous parents were intrigued more than upset, and um, they found out the news via FaceTime. And it's a lot of buzz going around about parents supporting their kids. There's a lot of buzz online about the Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle Union, what they're doing about their son slash daughter Zaza. Um, and I personally feel like if it's your kids, love them no matter what. If your kids are gay, straight, lesbian, bi, whatever, they're still your kids. You may not agree with it, but you don't have to be, you don't have to live their life. Let them live their truth. It will make them a better person and it cuts down on suicide rate. You see so many times that kids are unhappy, you know, or they go to school, they're being bullied, you know, and then they turn to peers and they're not directed in the best best path because they're not seeking advice from an elder. It's nothing more than a child wants other than acceptance from his mother or father. And I mean, if their daughter wants to do porn, all they can do at this point is support it. I mean, I think it's beautiful. They want to support it. That's, that's really honorable. And, you know, she might grow out of it. She might not. But the fact that she has their backing, that actually says a lot. So, um, Michaela Spielberg, um, I hope that's how you say your name. 
Do your thing, girl. Do your thing. So I came across this article earlier. Mm, I was more in an wow state of mind when I read it. Um, So there's a hospital in, uh, there's a British hospital. Um, There was a patient, I, I don't even know how to start it. So there was a patient at a British hospital who actually played the violin during brain surgery so doctors could preserve her ability to play music. Her name is Dagmar Turner, and she is a professional violinist. Uh, She had a tumor removed um, from the right frontal lobe, which is near an area of the brain that controls the delicate movements to the left hand. So the surgeon successfully removed over 90% of the tumor without damaging Turner's fine motor skills. Uh, Her statement says, I'm hoping to be playing with my orchestra very soon after she has surgery. And we will load this video on our Instagram page because it's actually really phenomenal. Like, I was like, uh, it kind of puts you in the mind frame of someone having a C-section. Like, there's a curtain up. You can see them working and they're working on her brain and she's playing the violin. It's, It's actually extraordinaire. Um, so check out our Instagram page, which is Don Chanel and Akiana, um, and check out the video. I, I I watched a real touching clip. Um, I don't know if you got a chance to see it. There was a woman who was reunited with her mother. Um. 53 years prior, uh, she had been kidnapped by her babysitter. Um, In 1966, Sarah Peterson gave birth to Roberta Lavone Peterson, who was kidnapped by her babysitter, and the babysitter's name was Alberta, shortly after. In January 2020, 53 years later, they were finally reunited. At 16-year-old, Sarah had got pregnant and her parents were like, yo, you're not married to this dude. You can't stay here. You know what I mean? So her parents kicked her out because she had conceived a child out of wedlock. She was forced to fend for herself and newborn and her newborn. So getting a job was the only thing she could do. After watching the clip, it looks like she took the newborn to a babysitter and she was trying to go get a job. When she got back to the lady's house, the lady was gone. The door was ajar open. She went in. Everything was gone. Her baby was gone. The people were gone. And 53 years later, she is finally getting to spend time with her daughter. I could not tell you what the hell I would do. This is in 1966. There wasn't technology and DNA forensics like there is now. I would have literally gone crazy. 53 years, you know, that you have a child and somebody stole that child. Like, are you kidding me? That is insane. Like literally in freaking saying, I hope the babysitter's still alive. I hope this old lady, and I hate to say old lady like that, but I hope she's, I hope the babysitter's still alive. And I hope she got a real good fade once the mother found her. That is insane. You don't do that. You don't have good luck when you still, especially you still a whole human. Get out of here. That's horrible. Uh, Sarah, I'm glad you were reunited with your daughter, Roberta. Uh, but 53 years, that's a long time. And I hope the babysitter, um, what's the babysitter's name? 
Babysitter's name was Laberta Lathern. I hope her ass is still alive. Awful, awful story. But I'm glad they reunited. But Alberta, that's just awful. Well, it looks like a congratulations is in order for little Wayne, who achieved the number one album on Billboard 200 charts for his album Funeral. So he seems to be doing very well right now with his comeback. Little Wayne's new record, Funeral, went to number one spot in the United States. A new report from UPI stated the record pushed out the previous top earner, Please excuse me for my for being antisocial from Roddy Rich, followed by music to be murdered by from Eminem, as well as Shake the Snow from Russ and Hollywood's Bleeding from Post Malone. So he got all those top people pushed out of the way. I heard the album. If you haven't listened to it yet, make sure you do because it is very, very good. He has a lot of great guests on his album and it's just all, it's good from top to bottom. So congratulations, Lil Wayne. Celebrity Insider has reported that the a uh, hologram concert for Whitney Houston will be kicking off soon. While the idea of a hologram tour has sparked condemnation and some praise by fans of artists, it turns out that Whitney Houston's estate has greenlit a concert tour in which she'll be portrayed by a hologram. The Hollywood Reporter was the first to report that eight years after she died, Whitney's concert tour will kick off in the United States. Pat Houston, the singer's sister-in-law, executor of her estate, and a former manager stated that it was the right time for a hologram tour. The program has been created in collaboration with the company Base Hologram. She added that in the spirit of Whitney, they're making all the right decisions. This past week, several dozen members of the media were given a dress rehearsal passed to the Whitney Houston hologram show where the hologram of the entertainer performs alongside a real live backing band and dancers. According to Celebrity Insider, Sharon Osbourne has changed her look. For years, everyone has known Sharon Osbourne as a vivacious redhead, but now fans are getting a new look at the 67-year-old television personality. Sharon has traded in her red locks for her natural white hair color, and the results are fabulous. Sharon's hairstylist is Jack Martin, the same colorist who worked his magic on Jane Fonda's hair and has successfully helped many women transition from dyes and bleaches to their natural silver and white locks Sharon's looks is drastic but fabulous and best of all it will be easy for her to maintain Jack Martin shared before and after photos of Sharon on his official Instagram account where he has nearly 300,000 subscribers the picture has gone viral and have more than it has more than 50,000 likes along with a side-by-side -side comparison of Sharon's amazing transformation he spoke about the process and gave a breakdown of the products used for many women getting gray can be a difficult process to accept 
at 67 years old, Sharon has held on to her red hair, red dye for many years, with the dawn of more silver sisters being viewed as beautiful in media, such as models Yasmina Rossi, Mae Musk, and the late Cindy Joseph. Now Sharon Osbourne is joining the list of gorgeous baby boomers who are embracing their natural hair. According to celebrity insider Nick Marcus, Demi Lovato says her extreme dieting was what led to her scary overdose. Demi Lovato talked about her body issues and extreme dieting, which apparently was what ultimately led to her scary overdose in 2018 when she nearly lost her life. Here's what she had to say. Before her drug overdose that almost killed her, Demi would constantly post about working out on social media. Now, while a guest on Ashley Graham's Pretty Big Deal podcast, Demi got candid about how she would think that she was getting better after struggling with an eating disorder for a long time. In reality, however, she was actually overworking herself in the gym. She says, this is what Demi says. She says, I am tired of running myself into the ground with extreme dieting and workouts. I thought that the past years was recovery from eating disorder when it was just completely falling into it. And I realized that maybe my symptoms were not as obvious as before, but it was definitely an eating issue, she revealed. Demi went on to argue that, I think when you have people around you who are telling you that you should look a certain way, it makes it harder. I was that I was in that situation and I honestly think that is kind of what led to everything happening. It was just me thinking that I found recovery when I did not and then living this lie and trying to tell the world that I was happy with myself when I really wasn't. The singer explained that upon realizing she was not happy, she promised herself that she would no longer worry about the way she looks going into her next album. It felt like she had to be a voice for those who didn't naturally look a certain way. She was working out six times a week and it was ruining her mental health. Since it took so much of her time, it felt really big and important. So she was keen on no longer doing all that just to look healthy when she was not. Apple warns China virus will cut iPhone production sales. Apple Incorporated is warning investors that it won't meet its second quarter financial guidance because the viral outbreak in China has cut production of iPhones. The Cupertino, California-based company said Monday that all of the iPhone manufacturing facilities are outside of Hubei province, the epicenter of the outbreak, and all have been reopened. But the company said production is ramping up slowly. Apple says... Demand for iPhones is also 
also down in China because many of Apple's 42 retail stores there are closed or operating with reduced hours. China is Apple's third largest retail market for iPhones after the U.S. and Europe. Outside China, Apple said iPhone demand has been strong and is in line with the company's expectations. All right, California, it's time for us to get our real ID. All right, so we got to get out to the DMV and get our real IDs. Uh, There's a three-step process to doing that, and I just want to go over that with you uh, because the deadlines are quickly approaching and I'll get that information if I can find it. But um, step one is you're going to fill out an application and that application is an electronic driver license and identification card uh, application that you're going to do online. Step two, you're going to gather your documents and this is really important because your documents are what you're going to take with you to the DMV. So uh, they are going to be your proof of identity. So to apply for a real ID card, you must present one identity document that includes your date of birth and your true full name, first, middle, and last. Which document below will you use uh, is what you're going to have to figure out when you're looking at the list. So there's valid, um, a valid unexpired U.S. passport, uh, original or certified copy of a U.S. birth certificate, a U.S. certificate of birth abroad or um, unexpired foreign passport, certified copy of birth certificate from U.S. territory, certificate of naturalization or certificate of U.S. citizenship, valid unexpired permanent resident card, valid unexpired employment authorization document card, valid ex- uh, expired permanent resident card with notice of action, unexpired foreign passport stamp process for I-551 and documents reflecting TPS benefit eligibility. So when you're doing your your application, it's going to come to a part where you'll have a step-by-step. So there's an interactive checklist when you're doing your online application that will walk you through each of the documentation requirements step-by-step. You just have to follow the steps and at the end you will have a customized checklist of which documents to bring into the DMV with you when you go to get your real ID, okay? And then the other thing is just locate a DMV in your area and get there because there is a deadline which is uh, October 1st, 2020. And that, you know, I know the year just started, but it will creep up on us. So there is a deadline for residents to comply with. And anyone traveling will need a real ID license or another form of identification like a passport to fly on domestic airline flights. The DMV urges people to check their licenses for a gold star in the upper right hand corner. So make sure you take care of that. Don't wait till the last minute.
get your real ID from the DMV. This one struck me. Uh, We're going to call it a little black girl magic. Not even black girl magic. We're going to call it black magic. No, because that sounds like we're in the dark world or another realm. We are going to call it Black Hair Matters. I like that one. Hashtag Black Hair Matters. So it looks like in three different states, which were Colorado, Washington, and Minnesota, they're actually considering passing a bill that would ban discrimination based on your hair texture or style. Now, I know even on our show, we have um, we've touched on a couple subjects. There was a I want to say the kid was getting ready to do a wrestle match and he had a ponytail and the referee um, made him cut his his hair in order to play in the match. And people were upset. There has been cases, I believe, on the last show or the show before that we talked about Ellen DeGeneres gave this kid money, scholarship money, because the school would not let him attend because of his hair. So Ellen was like, fuck it, I'll throw this kid some coins and let him go to college. And so there's activists around the world that are not of African-American descent that are sticking up for our children because it's sad because our hair is not straight. You don't want them to go to school. You know, we 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 hear about these things and we see them on the news. You know, father takes his son to school and the principal calls and says, you know, you need to pick up your son. He has long hair. We can't keep him here. That is discrimination and you cannot do that. But it wasn't being enforced. So the article goes on to say, just in one week, three states around the nation, as I said, Washington, Minnesota, and Colorado, introduced an advanced bill. This bill would ban hair discrimination. The bills are part of a national effort known as the Crown Act, which stands for creating a respectful and open world for natural hair and seeks to ensure protection against discrimination based on hair texture and protective styles. Beautiful. Uh, The activity around these bills comes shortly after the director, Matthew Cherry, won an Oscar for his short film, Hair Love, a story about a black father trying to do his daughter's hair in his acceptance speech. Cherry pushed for the Crown Act to be passed around the nation. The Crown Act is already a law in California, New York, and New Jersey. And at least 22 other states are considering the legislation. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I I love hearing positive stories like this. Um, It's just simply beautiful. Again, the hashtag for this segment is going to be Black Hair Matters. And before I forget, I would like all of you to please go follow my business page, kennedyscoiloil.com. That is K-Y-N-E-D-I-S-K-O-I-L-O-I-L. What I do, I stimulate hair growth and I grow hair with my lovely organic hair oil. I also cater to the men too. I have an item called beard drizzle. If you have stubborn hair or hair that's really, really just, it's hard and it's not manageable and you want it's soft for the lovely lady in your life pick up a bottle of my beard drizzle for those of of you out there that also suffer with headache and depression i have an item called depress 8 
it's such an amazing go-to item you could throw it in your purse throw it in your travel bag wherever you are put it in your car it's always always good to just you know stimulate your mind um but check me out check me out thank you